This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. We may be a comic duo, but we take mental health very serious. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service and is completely online. BetterHelp is a network with over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, answer a few questions, and BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash amp. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash amp. Grab your coffee, grab your tea, whatever works for you. I already had a cup of coffee and I was getting ready to go for a five mile run and I have a really bad headache. (laughs) So I am just um, hanging out for a little bit before I head out for my five mile loop. Um, and I thought, well, while I'm sitting here waiting, um, I'm just going to record real quick because something happened this week that I think you might be interested in. I don't know. Or you might relate to, which is what this is all about. I had my first public panic attack at the orthodontist this week. So I've had Invisalign for a little over a year. My top teeth moved super quick. Didn't have to worry about them. My bottom teeth were being sassy. So I had to go back and it was, uh, was supposed to be eight months long, but it ended up being a little over a year, which is totally fine. Um, and so I finally was done, everything's straight, and they're going to put a permanent retainer on the bottom. And I kind of heard, you know, different, there's some people at work that they're actually getting their permanent retainers removed, but my children have permanent retainers and they're fine with them. Like their teeth look beautiful. So I was like, yeah, let's just do the bottom. And then the top, I'll just get like an overnight um, permanent retainer that I take in and out or whatever, or uh, not permanent, a um, plastic one that looks like the Invisalign, but it can last forever. So, so anyways, that's the whole backstory. So another part of the backstory is last year I was really struggling. Um, according to my doctors, my hormones kind of dropped a little bit. So I had to get on some medicine to stop all the depression and crying and all that wonderful stuff that some of us go through that are listening and can relate. And so I've been feeling so much better. And I got to the orthodontist. I did have a cup of coffee. I'll just say that I had one. Um, I did have uh, some toast with peanut butter too. So I wasn't hungry or anything. And uh, the woman, the um, hygienist took me to the back in a room where you're by yourself because um, you have to lay there for a little bit and do some work. And so they have the open areas where people get their braces on or taken off or cleaned or whatever. And then they have like a separate room where they add the permanent retainers because it's a little more of a, it's a longer process. So you're hanging out there for 30 minutes to about an hour. So she's explaining everything to me and she talks really fast and I was like, I'm okay, you know, and she lays me back in the chair and my feet are a little bit higher than my head actually because she's this petite woman that needs to like get in there on my bottom teeth on the inside for this permanent retainer. And so right away I was kind of like, oh, I feel a little uncomfortable, like I'm falling down like with my head, you know, being underneath my, being under my feet a little bit. But I was okay. I took a deep breath and just whatever. And she was explaining everything to me. And she shows me this plastic thing that she's going to use to keep my mouth open and hold my tongue down. And so she says, I'm going to put this in 
we're going to put your lips around it and then we're going to leave it. It's just so you don't, your tongue doesn't move while I'm doing this because we have to add glue and we have to add the, the metal strip and, you know, she's showing me everything. And as she's showing me it, I'm starting to feel a little bit like sweaty. Um, so I'm like, okay, that's all right. You know, it's fine. I'm fine. You know? And I'm like, well, maybe it's because my head's a little bit lower. And so she goes, so I'm going to put this plastic in now and hold your mouth open and keep your tongue down. So she puts it in and immediately I feel like it's too constricting. It's way too tight. And my tongue is in the back of my throat and I feel like I can't breathe. And I'm like, no, you're fine. The young children go through this. Everyone has gone through this. And I'm trying to tell myself I'm fine. So I closed my eyes. Oh, you know, another thing is because there's some dust and some glue, they put glasses on you, sunglasses. And so my face was with this plastic in my mouth. My tongue is down and I have these glasses that are kind of hitting my eyelashes. And so I kept my eyes closed. So I felt like, you know, everything on my face. And she's talking and explaining everything to me. And all of a sudden I'm drifting away. I cannot hear anything she's saying. And I'm starting to get the sweats and it starts to roll up from my feet, like just kind of like this rolling sensation of a panic. And I'm like, what is happening? Calm down. You know, I was just telling myself, what are you doing? You know, just calm down. Everybody gets this done. And it starts to get worse. It starts to roll up. And all of a sudden I'm sweating. My armpits are sweating and I'm almost getting a little shaky and I'm almost getting a little bit where I'm going to start hyperventilating. And again, I tell myself, you're fine. Take a deep breath. Well, then I felt like I couldn't take a deep breath. And she says, okay, we're going to start. I'm going to start putting the glue on. And I just put my hand up and I go, hold on. I'm having a panic attack. Like, you know, the way I said it was like, because my tongue was down. It was just real. And she was like, oh. And so she actually was fantastic about it. She immediately reacted and she said, sit up. And I said, I got to take this out. I got to take this out of my mouth. She's like, no problem. She, so I, I feel like i wasn't the first and won't be the last on this. And so she took it out, the plastic thing. I still had the sunglasses on and I said, I just need a moment. I said, oh my goodness, this has never happened before. And I could feel my heart rate just pounding and the whole body sweating and my forehead sweating. And I had to take a deep breath and I, oh my gosh, it was a horrible feeling. Horrible. If you've had panic attacks, you are, I'm sure you're understanding what I'm saying. Then the embarrassment set in because I was like, that just happened. But I want to go back for just a second. So as I sat up and I started to realize what had happened and then the embarrassment was setting in, she wouldn't stop talking because I think she panicked as well. Or or I felt like she panicked because she kept saying, um, do you want to take the sunglasses off? Um, do you want to stand up? Do you want to, do you need a drink of water? And actually it was making it a little bit worse for me at the moment because I just needed quiet and to get myself grounded again. You know, I just had to breathe and, you know, I think I started thinking of like, just, I was actually picturing myself standing up and walking out as if I was already done with the process. Um, when I, when I wasn't, it was only just starting. And I just sat there with my eyes closed and I breathed and she kept talking and talking. And I put my hands up. I'm like, just give me one second. And she kept asking questions. And I said, just give me one second. And then I almost just kind of went away for a minute. I could feel myself just like my body was exhausted from what had just happened. It was the strangest, craziest feeling. And I took a couple deep breaths And I still wasn't completely down, but I understood I was in public. I had to get this done. And I said, okay, I think I'm ready. I said, 
I think I'm ready. Let's try again. And she's like, we won't put you as far down. Like she was great. Let me just say she was great. If we, all of us that suffer panic attacks or anxiety attacks, if we had people around her, except for all the talking, if we had people around her that almost understood and then immediately tried to change how they were going to do something amazing. So right away she said, we don't have to put your head as far down. You know, it could have been that your feet were a little bit over. She said, I'm just petite. I need to get in there. She goes, I'll put my chair up higher. So immediately she was like helping me get through this. She said, and you know what? We don't have to put this plastic thing in. She goes, you just have to promise me to to not talk or anything and just hold your tongue down. She goes, we can put the, um, you know, I don't know what it's called, but it takes all the, you know, keeps your mouth dry. You know, the that thing. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know what the, the term is. Sorry. <laughs> But she said, we can put that in front and then just rest your tongue on there. And then that way I know you're not going to touch anything. So I said, okay. So right away, just knowing that this plastic thing wasn't going to go into my mouth calmed me. I was like, okay, I'm good. You know? So then I kind of just adjusted the glasses so that they weren't touching my eyelashes because they really felt tight on my face. And so I laid back down. I took another deep breath. I closed my eyes and then she just kept talking and talking about what she was going to do. And it didn't really calm me, but it I just was able to just keep, you know, she put like a cotton in and then I was able to just stay calm. So it was wild. Um, absolutely wild. So I just wanted to talk about that real quick. And, and then the embarrassment of it, you know, she kept saying, don't worry about it. You know, this, this happens all the time, which if it does, it does. If it doesn't, I don't care. She was making me feel better. And she said, I'm going to explain everything to you. And she put her hand on my shoulder and she said, if you need to sit up, let me know. I just can't have you touch your teeth. So again, she was super great and I was able to get through it. Um, and I was able to get through it calmly. And I think it was just all the plastic on my face that really just bothered me. So a little claustrophobia and then just a a panic attack. So of course, after it's done, I text some friends. I went and saw my daughter at her coffee shop and I said, you're not going to believe what just happened, you know, and quickly gave her a rundown. And as soon as I got home, I needed to find out how to recover because I actually felt like I was hung over after that. I had, and I still kind of have the headache today from it. This was a Thursday appointment I'm recording on Saturday. I kind of was a little groggy yesterday And the whole afternoon on Thursday, I would find myself just kind of spacing out like my brain was exhausted. It's it's wild. It's really wild. And I know some of you are saying, yep, I get it. And today, even just a little bit of a headache, but I feel a little better. So it's wild what your body and your mind go through. So just want to share a few things. I only wrote down a few things today because it's Saturday and I want you to go enjoy your day. It's supposed to be a nice day out, I hope, in the Midwest. Um, it's public anxiety attacks. Um, so we had, you know, a lot of us have anxiety attacks in our cars at home by ourselves where we can find a space. Public is a little bit different, you know, especially with someone that wants to keep talking or you're afraid to stand up from the chair or you're afraid to walk to the bathroom because you just don't know what's going to happen and you start hyperventilating. It's very scary. So right away, find a safe space if you can. I could not stand up. If you can stand up, Maybe walk over to a quiet, safe space. Excuse me, safe space like the bathroom, or just a room um, that is not being used. Or maybe even stepping outside. A lot of times, that's what I do. I step outside to get fresh air. Try if you can deep breathing. I could not catch my breath for a couple moments, but then as soon as I was able to sit up, deep breaths, not fast breaths. You have to. You have to take slow in through your nose, out through your mouth. I'm sure you've heard of that. And count to four. 
one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. It's just how you can relax yourself and your mind then concentrates on the numbers and the breathing. Repeat it as many times as you need, as many times as you need. People will wait for you. People, if you have to, if you have to change your appointment, do it because your health is what matters. Ground yourself. It's exactly what I did. I had to focus on something else for at least a minute. Like I said, I was picturing myself standing up from the chair and being done and walking outside, even though my I knew my legs weren't going to be able to let me stand up and do that. My mind was thinking that because, you know, your mind is just so powerful, which is why we have the anxiety attacks, because our mind is so powerful. But we can also tell our mind, here's what we're thinking about, here's what we're doing. I know many people think of the beach or their favorite place or their favorite person, or they just, you know, identify different things. So you can actually focus on your senses. You can identify five things that you can see. If your eyes are closed, focus on pretending to touch something soft or something else, four things that you can touch, three things that you can hear maybe, now, for me, she kept talking because I, I I feel like maybe she was panicking a little bit. I'm sure she didn't want me to pass out. So for me, I couldn't hear anything. I just tried to block that out. But if you can, try to hear, a, even if it's a, a mellow beeping noise or if it's the outside, if it's birds, something that's going to relax you. If you can smell anything, that'd be great. You know, even if you can pretend, smell the beach, smell the ocean, um, chocolate chip cookies, you know, baking in the oven, anything like that, anything that you can smell, a perfume that you like, just anything like that. And then something you can taste if you can. Now, again, I couldn't, I couldn't do the taste. I really actually couldn't do any of it, but breathing and focusing on telling my mind where I was going to go once I was done. So if you can, you can try and do all of that. Uh, Touch, hear, smell, taste, try to identify different things outside of what's causing that panic attack mentally making yourself well, breathing, and challenge those negative thoughts. Get them out of your mind if you can. Think of something else. Uh, Obviously, reach out for support. I already have that. Um, I just recommend it to you as well. Don't hesitate to seek out. For me, I have great friends that support. I just write back and they say, oh my God, so sorry. You know, I told my daughter. I just felt like I had to tell a couple people. If you feel like you can't tell anyone around you, again, like I say on every episode, Seek that medical professional that can help you. Um, always focus on your self-care. So after experiencing anxiety attack, it's important to prioritize self-care. I got I came home and I just sat for a minute in a chair, no phone, no computer, no TV, and just sat there for about five minutes with my eyes closed and just listened to my own breathing. I didn't I did I was so exhausted that I couldn't even think of anything, which was good. I mean, I know they say your brain is always thinking, but I felt like I just thought of nothing. It just, that was all I could do was just to rest almost to the point where I probably could have taken like a quick little nap, but I didn't want to do that because I had to log in to work. And then I had some breakfast. So if you can eat, you know, nourish your body and just be kind to yourself. Things happen. Things happen in public. Just take a deep breath. Take a few moments to just get back to being you. You are not alone. And that's why we share our stories here. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend.